Hey guys, Broke Investor here. Um, today's podcast will be a little different from the norm. It won't be even in the car, uh, so no car noise. Um, but it'll be, it's an interview, and I'm going to start doing more interview podcasts, you know, to see if everyone does enjoy them better. Um, so it's an interview with someone that had followed my, uh, and still does follow my Instagram page. So, and again, she, it's someone who just got started with investing and it covers some basic questions and it just, you know, gives her perspective on it um, and goes over any questions uh, that she may have. You know, we talk about IRAs, we talk about Robinhood, other apps, etc. Um, and we talk about long-term go- goals. So, as always, um, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just giving my opinion on what I believe based on the research that I have done. So if you're going to make any decisions, then obviously do your own research or talk to a financial advisor if you don't want to. But anyway, I hope you enjoy this podcast today. Um, and please leave some feedback uh, on my Instagram, the underscore broke underscore investor, if you would like to be interviewed on a future podcast or if you just like the interviews in general. All right. Thanks a lot, guys, and I hope you enjoy after this uh, quick break. Thanks. Hey. Hey, Kelly. Hey. Okay, so sorry. This is my first time using this app, and I was, like, kind of confused. And then I had to verify my email address, so sorry if you've been waiting for a little bit. Uh, it's all good. Okay, so um, you want to go ahead and get started? Yeah, as I mentioned, it's already recording, so uh, right. I guess we'll just go ahead (laughs) (laughs) okay so I tried to write down some of the things that we talked about going over so my name is Kelly Um, my location is Dayton Ohio Uh, my age is 31 Uh, family situation I have two children Um, I cohabitate with my boyfriend right now so financially that's pretty savvy Um, how long I've been investing for I'm super new to it so probably I'd say December is when I started just throwing like some penny stocks in and December December of last year. Yeah. 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 Just last year, 2019. So I'm like super new to it. Um, So you started with penny stocks. Did you lose any money? um, Well, I got my, uh, my, my, I guess, what is it? A 1099 that they send you. Yeah. Um, I, I gained one penny on one and uh the other one i think it was like nine cents so literally all right yeah so you didn't lose money (laughs) right i didn't lose money i am definitely losing money now though i think right now i'm probably down about three hundred dollars but i'm sure that goes for everybody yeah well you didn't lose money it's on you lost money on paper you know as long as you don't sell you'll be yes just fine yes exactly Um, and you already mentioned you started, you said December of last year, 2019, right? Yep. So yep. Obviously, the markets were on a pretty much a high at that point. So, yeah, definitely. They were. And that's that's one of the problems that I have is buying things when they're on a climb. And I think that they're just going to keep climbing and yeah, they yeah. don't. So I'm trying to um, rethink that. I just bought Apple yesterday. So I'm happy about that. Are you a long-term investor now? I'm trying. I'm trying to do the the long-term dividend thing, just like you talk about. I'm trying to 
trying to go that way, go in that direction for sure. Okay. Yeah. So then the, uh, the daily or weekly or monthly fluctuations, <clears throat> as long as you, again, think long-term, it shouldn't, it shouldn't matter as scary as it is. This is kind of my first, uh, dip like this as well so <laughs> yeah it is interesting because i kind of i did lose all the gains i've gotten over the past two years but you know as long as you think 20 30 mm-hmm. even 40 years ahead um everything should be fine all right so what what brokerage do you use do you use robin hood so i use robin hood and i also use cash app so um the nice thing about cash app is you don't have to buy a whole share you can buy partial shares um cash app isn't as Cash App is really just, it's like a Venmo, like you can transfer money to people and stuff like that. But they also have um, a little section where you can buy some stocks. You can't buy, there. it's not like Robinhood, there's not everything on there. Um, but all the main stuff is on there. And then they also have Bitcoin on there too. Yeah, well, Robinhood has Bitcoin mm-hmm. as well. And they, they just got fractional shares. Um, did, they, did they start that? Because I've seen that they were coming soon, but I didn't know if they had... Well, you had to get on a waiting list. I didn't sign up because I don't, uh, I don't want to do that for my Robinhood account. I'd rather just buy the full shares. But yeah. um, I mean, I know people have been waiting for it. I think, from what I've heard, some people already have it. So I guess depending on where where in line you are, if you had signed up for the fractional shares. But um, which brokerage would you say is better, Cash App? in your opinion or robin hood if we're going based off of like luck what i've had better luck with it's been cash app mm-hmm. now what um, is it what does cash app exactly do is it involve your debit card and put yeah pre- yeah pretty much you put in your account information and like it's just like Venmo. you can send money to people people can send money to you um and then they have like that little section for stocks. And that's actually how I got started in stocks is like I was just on my cash app one day and I like looked at it and I was like, yeah, I got some extra money in here. Like somebody sent me. So I was like, why not? So, yeah, cash app. I remember cash app. That was basically the app right before Met Venmo, um, mm-hmm. which is similar to Venmo. So they actually are brokers now. Yep. Wow. Yep, exactly. That's cool and that's scary at the same time i know it's like um so many different different opportunities to like fiddle in the stock market now it seems like i'm not sure yeah it's crazy yeah so um i'm always bugging you about questions because i see your posts and i listen to your podcast and we got on that topic about um iras so do you want to go into a little bit more detail about iras because i feel like there's like, just like you said, like, we're not educated on finances whatsoever. And I, like, I'm just trying to self-educate myself, you know, so I can start planning for the future because I don't have a 401k. I work for a small nonprofit. Um, and basically our mission is like to help veterans. So um, with that, I'm going to have to, which I don't currently have an IRA, but it's definitely on my list of things to do. Like, this month or next for sure so do you want to go into a little bit more detail about like what an ira is and like the difference between a roth and a regular one sure um i guess i'll start and then you stop me if you have questions um so obviously yeah 401k it's a company-sponsored plan so if your company doesn't offer it um then you're you know you can't sign up otherwise you know unless obviously you're self-employed or whatever so that being said the really the other route um, and the other, you know, I say the best route would be the IRA, which 
you know, it stands for individual retirement account. Um, and that, you know, keep in mind, that's the account itself. So that's something you would open at, I'm not going to say any brokerage, but more so the bigger brokerage like Merrill, Edge, uh, Fidelity, etc. Now, when you open that account, you have to choose what type of account you want. So there's two options. There's traditional or also known as, you know, the pre-tax uh, method or there's Roth which is considered the post-tax method. So I know, I know I always talk about Roth, especially if you're, you know, you're younger because Roth has tax benefits, um, you know, for the long term. both are tax benefits. But if you look at Roth, you're just, you're paying the taxes now. And then anything af after that, whatever you put in the IRA, you know, you don't have to pay taxes on that later, which includes, the original investment, it includes capital gains from selling stocks, it includes dividends, it includes whatever. So as long as you take out that money at 59 and a half or whatever qualified age it is at that time, you don't have to pay taxes. So to me, myself, at least, I would rather, okay, I'm working full time now. Let me just pay the taxes now. I'll put the money in and I don't have to worry about paying the taxes later. Um, and again, the Roth is offered on both 401k and IRA and the traditional is offered on both. And that basically allows you to not <clears throat> pay taxes on, say you put a thousand dollars in the IRA, you can deduct that from your taxable income for the current year that you contributed. So that's a current tax benefit versus a later tax benefit for the Roth. So, so do you think in the long run that like, you're coming out more ahead with the Roth versus the traditional IRA. I mean, I think so. Um, the only argument I hear for the traditional is, oh, I have more money to put into it now to, you know, to work for me. But mm -hmm. again, I, that. So an in instance, like if you want to take some of that money in the traditional IRA and put it into stocks, then you have more money going into the stocks because it's not yet taxed. Yeah, but that okay. amount is pretty much, you know, insignificant. The IRA has a limit of $6,000 per year. So mm -hmm. the amounts that we're talking, you know, it's not substantial. Plus, right. I mean, do you really, I mean, do you need the tax benefit now versus when you're retired and you don't want to have to worry about working, you know, at that point? You want, you want everything. At, I would think when you want, want to retire, you want the option to just not work, but... When you have sure. to pay all these taxes, that's a tax bill that you're not going to want. So, I mean, yes, I think the benefit of, you know, say you said you're 31, I think if you're retiring in 30 years, 35 years, you know, at 10% gains with, say, 5% dividend yields all, over all of those years, just imagine, like, how much tax you would be saving. Plus, the taxes are, they're always going up, so... <laughs> You know, yeah, exactly. Tax right now, then later, right? Because who's to say that the taxes are, you know, what if they're more later down the road? And then, still with the traditional IRA, like we talked about, if you're just taking that extra money and putting it in towards investments, hoping that maybe you'll make some more money, I mean, you can also lose some too, additionally. Yeah, but in the end, you're allowed six thousand dollars, right? So, you're probably going to cap it out anyway. Right, right. I mean, and, and then it, it goes up every it, year, right? It didn't go up last year, uh, but yeah, it, it pretty much goes up 
every year. The 401 always goes up. And that's the thing. The 401 allows you 19500 The IRA allows you 6000 I don't, I don't understand why, honestly. I think it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if someone... Because there, there's other things involved, like IRA. There's a, there's a limit. Like if you make too much money, you're not allowed to open an IRA. So okay. okay. There's other things like that. I mean. I gotcha. Which is interesting. Yeah, because I guess they're assuming. I don't know. I guess they want the taxes now from the rich people. So. Yeah, that makes sense too. No tax benefits for you, right? <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Okay, I'm trying to think if I have any other questions about that. That took me a while to, like, understand, actually. Like, it's kind of complicating. And, like, it's it's one of those things I have to hear, like, a few times for it to really, like, make sense. Does it? It does make sense now? Yeah, though, it does or? make sense. Yes. Thank you. Now it makes sense. Because I, you... I know we went back and forth with me asking a lot of questions. And it was a little redundant. But... Yeah, it definitely makes sense now. Now, are there any other types of accounts that people can open up besides, like, if they don't have a 401k, other than an IRA, or is there any other types of, like, long-term investment accounts? Like, retirement accounts or just long-term? I mean, yeah, that's really, I mean, again, there's, they have an SAP IRA, but, that again, that's if you're self-employed. Um, they have something called annuities which is usually through insurance companies. Mm-hmm. And basically you give them your money and they'll guarantee you um, a rate of return, you know, each and every year. But I don't really like that or, you know, nor talk about it a lot because it, you're basically, you're, it's out of your hands. And the rate of return that they promise is less than the average S&P, you know, 500 rate of return. So as long as you're willing to do the work, why get your money locked up just because, you know, someone can guarantee your money. I know, especially now, annuities are being sold and advertised a lot because obviously the market's down and the market's down because people are selling rapidly. So, I mean, a lot of it's obviously because of worry. So people that worry like that are the people that are going to say, oh, I want the annuity. I want the guaranteed money. So, right. yeah. So aside from annuities, that's pretty much it. I mean, you have the what you have now, the taxable brokerage, which again can be considered a long-term account as long as you treat it that way, kind of like my Robinhood. Um, you know, I'm investing in dividend stocks and I don't plan on selling them. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, buying more and more using the dividend and buying more and more along with any new money I could put in. So, right. I mean, and outside then- of that, there's also uh, real estate investing platforms. Mm-hmm. And like the Lando that you talked about. And I tried to get on that waiting list for that but it was it it is funky it's just like it acts like it you know like you know like puts you like reserves your i don't know email or something like that and they're going to notify you once more slots become available but after hearing your podcast about your money being locked up i don't think i'm i really want to fool with it anyway yeah did you you heard yesterday's yeah Mm -hmm. all right yep you're up to date I am. My, you're my number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got a quick question before I forget about it. So um, you mentioned how you and your wife were going to do the Roth IRA. Did you guys, have you done that? Did you switch over to that? Well, my, I opened a Roth IRA. And again, you can open, you have to open one under an individual. 
hence right. the name individual. So I opened one under my name mm-hmm. and I already started buying a few shares of Disney. And again, that's, I plan on using that as my long-term dividend account, because again, if I'm not selling anything, why pay the tax on the dividends? You know, right. so that's why I'm going to do the Roth for that. And my, my wife, their company changed 401k uh, companies. So what they have to do then is, you know, we already opened a new 401k, um, which is at Fidelity, luckily. And the old 401k, they're going to transfer over. But we have the option, you know, when we transfer that money over to either put it into the new 401k or we can roll it over into an IRA. So what I'm going to do with that, I'm going to roll it over most likely into a traditional IRA because I believe that's the process you have to anyway, because all of her previous 401k money was traditional mm-hmm. pre-tax. Mm-hmm. So you have to convert it to a traditional IRA. And then um, from there, I'm going to eventually convert it into a Roth. Can but, you convert it into a Roth or do you have to, is it once it's traditional, does it just have to stay traditional forever? No, you can convert it. Um, okay. th- same with 401ks. You can convert it, but I'm it's going to be a tax bill. So say I have $20,000 that I'm putting in to the uh, IRA. If I convert that 20000 to Roth, I'm paying $20,000 addition, you know, the taxes on all that money mm-hmm. that year. And I'm not really ready for that tax bill. So I don't know when I'm going to convert it, you know, to a Roth. Right. So, um, so right now, not trying to be nosy, but how much do you have in your Roth right now? My Roth, I just opened. So I only have two shares of Disney, which it was 300 and now it's like 240. <laughs> okay. So, so I guess that's my question. Like how much money do you, would you recommend people putting towards investments of their IRA? Like say somebody has $10,000. Do you really suggest putting all $10,000 in investments or just taking like 2000 and putting it towards investments? Well, it all goes back to their current situation. Yeah. Uh, but I always, um, I've been listening to Dave Ramsey a lot and I do love his methods for the most part. And assuming you have, again, an emergency fund, Mm -hmm. which would be three to six months of your, you know, your monthly expenses put away just again as a safety net to to make you feel, you know, secure. Then I would say, you know, you could put the whole 6,000 into a Roth, but I wouldn't say invest it all at once. Again, that can, that can sit there as cash. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to put it into stocks right away because like, for example, today you may want to put a thousand today and just wait because the coronavirus, I don't think we've gotten the worst. So the market's going to react mm-hmm. you know, worse and worse as it's probably another, say two months. Yeah. So, I like how it just seemed like last week when it dropped, it, like, I don't know. I just thought like the next week it would go right back up and it definitely hasn't yet. <laughs> well, yesterday it did. Yeah, um, it did go up yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was well. Yesterday it was up and down and up and down. I, I was, I was getting alerts. Some stocks were up, some stocks were down. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, uh, and it's like I don't know. Here in Ohio, like they shut down Ohio State. Like, I, so like I don't know. It's it seemed like yesterday it was just getting like crazier here. So I was surprised to see some of the stocks going up. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's interesting for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so you just got to 
stick with your goals. Don't overreact. Don't sell, and you should be fine. Um, one other thing I just wanted to mention with the Roth is, and another reason I opened it, is something I you know, wasn't really aware of. You're allowed to withdraw the money that you originally invested. So, and that's penalty-free at any time. So okay. if you invested, say, you know, $6,000, yeah. you're allowed to actually withdraw that. So, okay. So, and okay. you're not going to get penalized with like whatever it is before taking it out before 59 and a half or Correct. you will, you're, you're only mm-hmm. going to get penalized if you try to take out any gains, capital gains, dividends, et cetera. Okay. <clears throat> but original investment, I've read that you can take that out uh, penalty free. Okay. Well, which that's is interesting and it's not something you really want to do anyway, but it's, it's good to know. Yeah. In case right. something happens, you never know. Exactly. Uh, a few other things i guess i'm just going to ask you um i guess what is your goal of retirement do you have an age that you're looking to retire uh, I, honestly i think i'll probably be one of those people that like work forever you know like <laughs> i, I kind of got like a slow start on this so i feel like in order for me to be like living comfortably i'll probably be working for a while yeah you got started younger than me i'll, I'll say that yeah seven now i got started i guess about three years ago yeah, uh, but I started, you know, pretty heavy. I, I'm like addicted at this point, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, because it is exciting. Yeah, I think it's just like just this past year, it's just like kind of hit me like, God, I don't have anything for the future. You know what I'm saying? Like in place, like financially, like I just really got to buckle down and like ease my way into it. I'm not trying to give up everything all at once just to start saving, but it's definitely a good starting point. Yeah, it's an eye opener too. So like, one more quick question too about that IRA. Um, do IRAs pay interest? Well, the interest is the the capital gains. Um, are you you're just talking about like interest, like a bank? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you hold it in the cash reserves, there is an interest rate, but it's pathetic and it's not even worth mentioning. Okay. So, yeah, you'll get paid like it would be in a savings. I don't mm-hmm. know this, you know, whether that is different based on a minimum balance but i guess that would be dependent on the brokerage in the bank right so just way better off just counting on your dividends yeah so okay. i mean it but like as far as like say the emergency fund that that you might want in a uh more of a guaranteed interest rate maybe something higher it may be you know if it's one percent pathetic still but higher than the norm mm-hmm. uh, you know something like at an ally bank or one of those online banks that offer the di- a decent interest rate. Um, okay. But um, to cut, I know uh, I don't want to cut it off short. I know you got to get to a conference call. Dirty, but um, and we can, again, we can have another call down the road because I know you have children. We could talk about 529 plans and we didn't get a chance to talk about the gym. So we can talk about that. <laughs> <on the other laughs> podcast. Yes, I did go to the gym this morning. I did. I missed I signed up for this class. I missed like three because life was just crazy. And But you know what? I didn't just quit altogether. I got up today and I went. So got to stay healthy to enjoy your dividends. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Or so to work. My last forever. question for you. Um, just what's one small piece of advice that you would give someone like yourself starting out, you know, when you did in December? Is there anything you would tell them 
that could help them. I would know? just say start investing now. Like uh, the way that I see it is like, even though I'm taking money, I'm putting it into the stock market. And uh, like I said, overall, I'm kind of like down 300 bucks right now, but it's essentially a savings account in and of itself. And it's money that I don't notice, you know, like I, if I look at my bank account and I see how much money I have in my bank account, I don't acknowledge that I also have all this other money in the stock market. And if, you know, push comes to shove and I have to take it out, then it's there. So it is kind of like an emergency fund in and of itself. Okay. So start now and ignore it being there. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. If that makes any sense. <laughs> All right. No, sounds good. Again, thank you. All right. Time. Yeah. Thanks. And I'll, uh, I'll be posting this. So uh, I'm sure you'll listen, right? <laughs> I don't know if I want to listen to myself. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> Share All right. Friends, right. Yes, we'll do. No doubt. All right. Again, thanks for the time and uh we'll talk soon. All right. Bye. All right, take care, Kelly.